The Chosen Families Project, where everybody is welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Chosen Families Project. My name is Julian Ribello. And some background on the project, if you're new here, this is a project where I return photographs and heirlooms to relatives. So recently, I went to a Goodwill location, and I go to Goodwills a lot just to thrift and kind of look around, and this was right here in New Jersey. And I look in one of the glass cases, and I found this school autograph book. Now, I don't necessarily look for things to return in Goodwill. I don't have that much there because they don't really have that many family heirlooms there. But once in a while, I do find something there that I think I can return. And at first, all I saw was like a small, this small red booklet, and it w didn't even have a price tag in it. And I thought it was very strange. So I look through it and I start seeing all this information. So the book is red and it it's a smaller um, and it has gold embossing and the name Camille on the front of it. And a zipper goes around the outside of the book for the outer cover to protect the pages, essentially. So you can almost like put it in like your backpack or something and the pages would be protected. And inside, it noted who the book actually belonged to. And it had belonged to a young woman by the name of Camille Contello. And it noted that she had attended the memorial school and her principal was a Miss Donahue and her graduating teacher as Miss Katimsky. And also her graduation date as the 21st of June, 1954. So right there, you know, and that's the thing whenever I find a lost object to return to a relative, you know, I try first looking for some identifying piece of pieces of information. And when I saw, when I was in the Goodwill, that there was her name and the school she went to, I was pretty sure I could find a relative who I could return this to. Now, inside Camille writes uh, in what I love, you know, a quote that I thought was really awesome. And she says that, Go little album, far and near, to all my friends I hold so dear, and ask them each to write a page that I may read in my old age. And there are really a ton of notes in here um, from different friends and classmates, acquaintances, and actually another one from her mother, which I thought was really awesome. And there is a page in the book for photographs of herself and her parents. Unfortunately, either they were taken out or it looks like they were actually never put in. But, you know, I still figured I could still identify her and be able to return this heirloom to the family. And after some research, I actually located her obituary from 2022. And I was able to identify her as Camille Contello Semino. And I was able to contact one of her children to send the autograph book back to. So, without further ado, here is Camille's story. Camille Contello was born in 1940 in Passaic, New Jersey, to parents Arthur and Mary Paradiso Contello. Her father, Arthur, was born on the 23rd of May, 1909, in New Jersey. Her mother, Mary Paradiso, was born on the 20th of November, 1904, in New York. Arthur worked as a clerk for the Whelan Drug Company, 
and he had married Mary Paradiso on the 11th of November, 1934, in Passaic, New Jersey, at the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church. An article on the 12th of November, 1934, from the Herald News from Passaic, New Jersey, actually details the marriage, and it reads, Mary Paradiso is married to Arthur Contella. Ceremony performed at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church. Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church, McLean Street, was the scene of the wedding yesterday of Miss Mary J. Paradiso, daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Paul Paradiso, 52 Hadley Avenue, Clifton, and Arthur Contello, son of Miss C. Contello, 189 Burgess Place. The Reverend Fedelis Quinn, O.M. Cap, officiated at the ceremony at 4 o'clock. Chrysanthemums were used on the altar, and an arch of palms was arranged at the end of the bridal aisle. Clusters of white carnations topped the pew ends. Ave Maria was given preceding benediction and the traditional wedding music used for the rest of the service. The bride wore blush-colored satin with a tulle veil caught to a, to a loose cap. She carried a bridal bouquet of roses and lilies of the valley. Miss Alberta Paradiso, maid of honor, wore chartreuse crepe with brown velvet accessories and carried a sheath of bronze chrysanthemums. Edward Dundas, of this city, was best man. A reception for the immediate families followed at the Hadley Avenue address. The newlyweds have left for Maryland. They will reside at 189 Burgess Place after November 25th. For traveling, the bride wore a black and white ensemble with corsage bouquet of orchids. Miss Cantello, treasurer of the Women's Get Together Republican Club, is bookkeeper for Funk and Wagnall. Mr. Cantello, a member of the Al Smith Club and County Com- Committeeman of the Second Ward, Fifth District, is with the Wheeland Drug Company. The couple had Camille's sister, Marianne, in 1939, and Camille the next year. The family had resided, according to census records, at 189 Birch's Place during Camille's childhood after their marriage between 1940 and 1950, the same address as where... Uh, as noted in the article, where Arthur's mother had resided in 1934. Now, I'm going to return to the school book for a moment. So, I had identified that she had graduated in on the 21st of June, 1954, from the Memorial School. After some research, I was able to positively identify that she was actually an attendant at the Memorial Junior High School in Passaic, New Jersey. And... An article published a month earlier prior to her graduation, on the 13th of May 1954 in the Herald News, notes a class trip where Camille was in attendance, and it reads, Memorial Latin students spend day in New York. Latin classes in Memorial Junior High School, Passaic, visited the United Nations building yesterday, saw Julius Caesar, and viewed a color telecast at RCA Hall of Television. Students accompanied by their teachers were Linda Simon, Camille Impersado, Nancy Little, Damiel Stern, and to kind of continue through, uh, name some other students, and Camille Contello. Now, when I look through this book, you know, I wanted to highlight some of the notes that were left there by her mother and her classmates. And it just, it was really awesome. And I remember looking through um, in my partner's car and, you know, to really kind of get a glimpse of what it was like to be a junior high school student during this time in the 50s 
And I just remember sitting there in my partner's car and just laughing, you know, at some of the notes and the words of wisdom. And, you know, it was just really, you know, a fun experience. And, you know, I really got some really, you know, fun insight because, you know, these were all uh, teenagers. And, you know, I feel like we kind of had this stereotype view, like almost like Greece of what a 50s teenager would look like per se. And what I found that, you know, the most absolutely fascinating that mo- was that most of our classmates had left sweet messages that were written as poems for well-wishers in Passaic High School where she would go on, uh, where Camille would go on to attend. And I'm only going to talk about a few here, and I'm actually going to go through the book that I have right in front of me in a moment. But I want to highlight first the mother, uh, note from her mother. And it reads, To my daughter... My wish for you, a life of health and happiness, and a life's, uh, and something that semper felis, probably a Latin phrase that I don't understand, and it says love mother. And I thought that was a really awesome tribute. So some of the ones I included in my article include one from the 22nd of June, 1954, which reads, Dear Camille, I am not an author, I don't have fame, but I'm glad to sign my name. Good luck in PHS, love, Lucille. Another one, which is one of my favorites based on just how it's written, reads, Dear Camille, we've worked and played together and broke many a rule, but we'll always remember the terrific time we had in Memorial School. You're too good to be forgotten. Your jingler pal, Camille, in parentheses, Impy. And it's funny because she, uh, Impy includes in a, like a math, like how you would do addition with the number two good and two, the letter B, and then the number four got 10. And it, and the date on it, it says dated forever, which is kind of, you know, back in like to think that you know someone kind of just wrote dated forever and it's you know in retrospect knowing that Camille did pass unfortunately you know is kind of you know bring to that idea that you know as you know when we're young we kind of have that perspective that you know we have our whole lives ahead of us which Camille did at this time another one written by her classmate Tina reads dear Camille True friends are like diamonds, precious and rare. False friends are like autumn leaves, found everywhere. Lots of luck, Tina. I think another one of my favorites is a folded over note um, in the book that reads, for women only. And when you open it, it notes, aren't men curious? Which I, you know, gave me such a good laugh when I saw that. So I'm just going to open the book here i'm gonna just pull to a random one so this one reads california grows peaches florida does too but it takes passaic to grow a peach like you marie g let's see let's get another one let's see and also i want to note that some of them are written from both girls and boys in here which i think is really cool So on the 23rd of June, 1954, it reads, Good luck from a former cellmate under Warden Kamitsky, Don Caverly. 
and at the top it reads call 317. So they not like their principal or their teacher, it sounds like. Let's see, I'm gonna do one more. Ah, right here. Tukumil, remember Grant, remember Lee, but most of all, remember me, John Patetsko. Good luck in PHS. And I could just go on and on in reading these because I think they're so funny. And it's just really, you know, it's it was it's really fascinating to see all these. And, you know, they're just fun to read because these were all, you know, kids in the early 1950s. And here's another one dated forever. Just really incredible. You can, and there's a lot of pages in here. And it also includes that, um, I used to work in a historical society, but if you've ever uh, seen like an old photo album on that black cardstock paper, it looks like she possibly had space to also include some photographs. Unfortunately, again, like I said, she didn't, but still really awesome that, you know, I'm able to be able to return this. One more thing from the book I wanted to know is actually the class cheer. So I'm going to read that out for you guys. The class cheer for the Memorial School graduating class in 1954 reads, Sing a song for Memorial, our spirits will never lull, our boys and girls will fight with might for the red and for the white. So keep on striving for victory that will be plain, to see will fight with vim and try and try hard to win for our dear school rah 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 super cool again it's just kind of like a early 1950s time capsule of you know what it was like to be a teenager so following jun the junior memorial high school camille attended passaic high school and then later graduated from Montclair State College in New Jersey in 1961 with a bachelor's in business education. And her career work had focused uh, on being a guidance counselor and a teacher as well as some business classes. And she had started um, as early as I can find in articles is 1965, but I'm guessing she might have started very soon after college. Um, one article that makes me guess this was the right date was from the Herald News from the 21st of August, 1965, and it notes that Camille took some uh, course from the Bell Telephone Company, and she had begun her work te as a guidance counselor at, while continuing to teach three classes a day, which sounds like a lot. And the article reads, Teacher Taking Bell Company Course. Passaic. Miss Camille B. Cantello of 457 Howe Ave, Passaic, guidance counselor at Clifton High School, is one of 14 guidance counselors from high school throughout the state participating in a three-week job orientation program at the New Jersey Bell Telephone Company. The summer workshop is designed to give guidance counselors a basic knowledge of the entrance jobs available in the telephone company. It will end on August 27th. Under this program, initiated in 1954, the counselors spend three weeks observing telephone company operations in areas near their high school. Ms. Cantello was graduated from Montclair State College. She started 
guidance counseling this past school year while continuing to teach three classes a day. So that's where I kind of got the idea that she started being a guidance counselor in the mid-60s, but it could have been slightly earlier. Throughout her adult career, Camille had worked as a guidance counselor for Clifton High School, and then she later retired as a director of guidance from Lakewood High School. And I actually was able to locate some articles uh, during the 1980s regarding Camille's work as a guidance counselor, and some of them actually include some photographs of Camille, and I'm going to read them out for you. 